This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast. It is episode 80, a fully vaxxed Tommy B. <laughs> yes, yes, I got that vax. <laughs> that second shot. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what, what superpower you got? <laughs> I'm kind of hyped. <laughs> <laughs> It was Pfizer, so, you know, you be the... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out by the end of the show. Anyway, but as as we tape, um, happy Mother's Mother's Day to all. Let me go on and do it. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I'll start on, on a personal tip. You know, happy Mother's Day to my late mom, um, who I lost in 2012. Uh, my big mama, who lo- I lost a little bit a few years before her. Uh, two years prior, man. And and these amazing women, man, they were like my foster parents initially um, adopted, man, when I was seven, man. So so kudos to them. They they were just incredible women. And, and I hold them up, man, uh, to this day, how strong they were, man. So, uh, you know, one more, I got to give it up to them. Yeah, yes, that's what's up. So every, every Mother's Day, man, I, I just can't forget the work they put in, man. It was, it was just massive. Mm-hmm. And um, and also, uh, gotta say what's up to Lady J. Happy Mother's Day! Just just to everybody. I'm gonna throw it around to the crew and let them say what they gotta say. But first, I gotta say this is the G Podcast. Each week, we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from the one and only traveling Tanya B. And more. And she is traveling. She travel. I gotta give it up to her because, you know, I said you ain't gotta be here. <laughs> <laughs> but but Tanya B just found a way, and I just appreciate you being here, Tanya B. Thank you so much. And and my brother from another mother, I got to give it up to him. He, you know, in thirty year military vet. I told last week, I, I put out the call for you, Vi. I put the prayer. I put out the prayers. I don't know if you heard it. <laughs> I heard it, brother. <laughs> but our country. Listen. Go ahead. Go ahead now. Go ahead. What'd you say? I listen to y'all when I'm not there. Oh, okay. We better be careful then. But uh, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> the country commentator is back repping Columbus, Georgia, the pride of Forsyth. Again, 30 year military vet. Give it up for my boy Vi is in the building. But you got to say, um, you got to say happy Mother's too, Vi. Mother's Day, too. Uh, to my mom, I think it's the greatest mom ever. She oh, yeah. made me uh, when I had my two kids and I'm thinking, dang, she raised three boys by herself. Yeah, yeah. Give it up. And I had, I had him with two kids, and I thought it was rough. <laughs> and you, so I'm going, man, and she raised three by herself. Yeah, that's amazing, man. Kudos it to her. It is. And also to my wife, the late Sharon Lyons. Uh, she's on. To my kids. She's, uh, she's done a great job. So, hey, being mothers, like I said, people, you ain't got but one. Absolutely. Treasure why they're here. That's what the intruder said, man. I always love my mama. You only get one. That's right. There you, you go. That's right. Yep. Our pride of the Mac, Mac town, uh, our poet community activist, Wyo, is is off this week, but she'll be back next week. But he is here. Uh, Dayton, Ohio, is still in the building. The show's music director, uh, representing OHIO, the one yeah. and only K Dub, y'all. Yeah. What's up, people? Hey man, so who you got a shout out, man? Get your get your shout man, out, man. All the mothers, all of them. My mom, <laughs> my grandma, my aunts—they all had a part in me coming up, you know, and playing this music, you know. My mother, my grandmother, 
Yeah. You know, Absolutely. that's why I do music. They never said no. <laughs> no matter what I did or trouble I got into, they would not take that guitar. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. And you know what, man, when it comes down to, you know, our our habits or our hobbies that eventually become our careers, man, we couldn't do it without them. You know, they had to take that's us right. to football practice, right. to, to band practice. I mean, so I'm going to give it up to all the moms who just put in the work. And she is here, y'all, the digital guru. I told y'all through hell and high water. She like the post office delivering. <laughs> no matter rain or snow. What is it, Tanya B? Nor dark of night. No, <laughs> I don't know the post office kudos or their their credo. But uh, she's hooking us up with hot tea every single week. Uh, you can stream her show, but Birdwire. Uh, every Friday night at 10 o'clock. And I think she's eating, kind of going back and forth. So I'm waiting on the green to pop up. But her her show, The Bird Wire, streams at castropolis.net. That's C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S dot net. Every Friday night. And then you can catch it also on Saturdays at noon. Same place, castropolis.net. Tanya B, you in the building? Can you say hello? Can you say something? <laughs> can you? I think, you know, she's mobile. So I'm going to give her an applause right now. And hopefully she can make it back up in here. But, uh, you know, Tanya B will be back in just a minute. She's uh, she's trying she's plugging in and plugging back in. I think she's calling. She's about to come up in here. But, y'all, you know, I, I got to say uh, thank you to uh, Maria Myrain, who uh, made uh, was our guest last week. And, and Maria came on as we kicked off off the uh, month of um, uh, Asian-American and Pacific Islander month, uh, heritage month, but, uh, thank you again, Maria for being on the show. One of our best weeks. So, so thank you so much for being on Maria. My, my, you can check her out at, at Maria Maven on IG. And that IG page is hot. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> she brings the fire. <laughs> uh, I started all the fire department. Can you hear me all now? The I said, call the fire department. <laughs> but Maria, uh, you can check her website at Maria, um, com. Check her out. And, and Tanya B, since you're here, I know you had to call in because uh, you're mobile, but, yeah. but let's do this. Uh, you know, we haven't done it. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. What's cooking, Tanya B? So, since you, you, it sounds like you at somebody's party. So, so what y'all having? What y'all well, having for it, Mother's Day? It, it's not so much a party, but you know what I do is I like to always pay it forward. So I actually cooked for some people who have lost their mother oh, who wow. are in Good my stuff. quarantine bubble. And what I've made is I have this awesome recipe for crab cakes. I got from this recipe uh, book from an Atlanta restaurant called The Ocean Air. If, you're, if you've been in Atlanta, you're familiar with it. It's in Midtown. Mm-hmm. And I also made, uh, I took some fresh spinach. I took some fresh garlic and some butter, a little lemon juice sauteed the spinach, put it in some orzo pasta with a little bit more butter. And if you want to know how bad it was, I have witnesses right here. But I, I, I guess what I just wanted to do, I couldn't go home to see my mother uh, yet. And I just wanted to, again, pay it forward. Both of them have lost their mother. So I just wanted to do a little, something a little nice. And I got back in my cooking group. So Howard, if you want the recipe, if you're listening, <laughs> Howard, do it. All I can say is, do Jesus. It was so good, even I liked it. And I'm my own worst critic when it comes to my cooking. But one other thing I do want to say is, 
like everybody else. And I say happy Mother's and Other's Day because like, I don't have children, but I have nieces and nephews. I have godchildren. And I think everybody, because we came from the place where it took a village, you had that auntie, that Medea, you know, that grandmother, the, the lady next door that you got in trouble, they'd get you and then they'd tell your parents and you'd get in double trouble when your parents got home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just shout out to, you know, anybody. And I think we all can, whether we actually have a mother who's with us physically or not. We, you know, we, we keep their spirit alive and they live within us and we pass it on to the next generation. You know, and just want to say to people, you know, I, I'm sure it could be difficult, but please don't wallow in grief. And yeah. I say that to um, the family of the late, great Betty Wright. You know, imagine what it's like to lose your mother on Mother's Day. So I want to send a special G podcast shout out to all of her children, her nieces, nephews, her grandchildren, and she even had great grandchildren. Wow. So, you know, if you think you know, your issue is too much to bear, you know, just think about that. And we just want to lift up Betty Wright. Now, she was a friend to this show, and had it not been for the health challenge, she was scheduled to come on the show. Wow. Thank you so much. Ooh, good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. It, you know, exactly. It makes you think about, you know, what's really important in the small things. You look at, you know, and I, I just, I'm going to get off my soapbox, but when you look at, you know, Natalie Cole, she had one son. I think her son passed away, but again, he was without his mother. Think about Aretha Franklin. She's passed away. Her children and grandchildren don't have her. And a lot of people, you know, are spending this Mother's Day for the first time without their mother. So we just want to send our love, support, and prayers to those who, you know, kind of going through. And yeah. two things my, my, my grandmother would say, if you're feeling bad, you can do two things. Put on some red lipstick or get something to eat. <laughs> Dang, that's good advice <laughs> for the sisters <laughs> and the brothers if you want to. Yeah, uh, yeah. You <laughs> and, and you know what? Look, if you're a man and it makes you feel better, Bye. stand up and walk in your truth. I'm, I'm not mad at you. Hey, man. We ain't mad. All right, let's do this, y'all. Let's go ahead. We'll do news with Syracuse Mike. We'll come back on the other side, talk about a couple of things. And uh, we'll be right back. News team! All right. Assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. Andrew Brown Jr. was remembered Monday in a private funeral service in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, where he grew up surrounded by a large extended family. At the funeral service, Reverend Al Sharpton demanded the video of Brown's shooting be released immediately. Put it out! Let the world see! What it is to see. If you got nothing to hide, then what are you hiding? Brown was shot and killed by sheriff's deputies on April 21st. The shooting is under investigation by the FBI and state authorities. Pfizer may soon get authorization to start giving shots to children 12 to 15. And while that will help, medical experts are now concerned that due to vaccine hesitancy, we may never reach herd immunity. Meaning while conditions could still get better, we're likely to have to deal with the coronavirus for several years. Tuesday, President Biden announced a new goal to administer at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Our goal by July 4th is to have 70 percent of adult Americans at least one shot and 160 million Americans fully vaccinated. The administration also plans to change the way states get their vaccine allotments. States currently receive doses each week based on population, a formula that will continue. But states will now be able to choose whether they want all of their allocation or contribute some doses to a federal pool. That way, states that need more doses based on demand will be able to draw from that pool. Some states have seen a bigger drop in demand than others. 
Could there be a retrial? Derek Chauvin's attorney, Eric Nelson, filed a request alleging that Chauvin's ability to have a fair trial was affected by pretrial publicity. The filing also comes after a photo was discovered showing juror Brandon Mitchell at a march in Washington this past August, marking Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech. Members of George Floyd's family spoke at that event. Mitchell says his decision to convict Chauvin was based entirely on the evidence. A civil service board in Atlanta has reversed the termination of an Atlanta police officer charged in the shooting death of Rayshard Brooks. The reason, simply put, the city didn't follow its own rules for firing the cop, a move that was made quickly. Last month, Garrett Rolfe appealed the city's decision to fire him in connection to Brooks' killing outside of Wendy's restaurant last year. Rolfe still faces 11 charges, including murder, and will be placed on administrative leave. A protest was scheduled as a response to the reversal. Donald Trump will not be allowed back on Facebook, at least for now. Facebook's Independent Oversight Board made the decision that the former president's account should remain suspended. But they added, within six months, Facebook must re-examine the, quote, arbitrary penalty it imposed on January 7th and decide the appropriate penalty. They said Mr. Trump should be treated like anyone else. Board members urged Facebook to make a decision, either permanently ban Trump or set a clear timetable for his suspension. Permanent. After reports earlier this week when medical researchers said the U.S. may never reach herd immunity, other researchers say just another 30 to 40 million shots could be enough for the country to reach a vaccine tipping point and see the COVID-19 cases fall dramatically. However, in the week ending Monday, only 6.5 million first doses were administered, down sharply from the 14 million reported in the week ending April 13th. As of Monday, 44% of us had received at least one shot, and 31% of the U.S. population was fully vaccinated. The U.S. Justice Department has filed federal criminal charges against Derek Chauvin and the three other officers on the scene with him the day George Floyd was killed. The charge against Chauvin using excessive force and violating the civil rights of Floyd. Two of the other former officers are accused of failing to intervene to stop Chauvin. All three face a charge of failing to provide medical care and deliberate indifference to Floyd's suffering. Get him. They are already facing a state trial in August. <laughs> Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms announced last night that she will not run for re-election. It is with deep emotions that I hold my head high and I choose not to seek another term as mayor. That from Twitter, Bottoms said the decision has nothing to do with fundraising or an inability to win. She said she will finish her current term as there is speculation that she's been offered a lucrative job in the private sector. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reports that a close friend also said the mayor's heart wasn't in it. We're going to talk about that in the round table toward the end. But I got it, it, it's a lot to unpack. I didn't want to do it right out of the news. I'm going to wait until we do the tea and then come back toward the end of the show. Um, Wyo's off. We don't have any um, woke news, so we'll get woke <laughs> during, during Wyo's segment about the mayor. We'll talk about that. But um, this is interesting, y'all. Just a couple of things that Mike didn't mention. This came up, man, the Kentucky Derby winner, what, Medina Spirited tested positive for these high levels of inflammatory drugs. Hey, K-Dub, you think you think it was that ooey? Man, it was that loud. Really was. That Hawaiian punch. <laughs> I just, I mean... What? That L.A. sunshine. Uh-huh. I don't oh, know. You love. I mean, they say, quote-unquote, inflammatory drugs at a high level. 
So, hmm, okay, we'll figure that out. They, but but the uh, I think what they're going to do is have an independent testing uh, from the owner, and we'll see what. I mean, that's just interesting. I, I mean, I don't really follow the Derby, but um, you know, for the horse to come back testing positive for a drug, that's just interesting. That's the horse didn't take it itself. So we'll no, they juiced him. <laughs> they juiced him. Yep, that's the way to put it. They juiced him. Yep. they juiced him. Yeah. Hey, um, first time. And what's up, man, with these shootings? Um, I mean, just as we were coming on with the uh, with the podcast, uh, what birthday party? Six people shot down. This is just amazing. Then the shootings in Times Square. I mean, there's there's some mental health issues going on. People coming out of these this pandemic. I mean, it's just like New York. I was watching uh, the news, you know, we tape on Sunday. So I'm watching the Sunday shows and they're talking about all these shootings in New York, man. And, you know, they haven't had these this type of shootings. I mean, shootings up like 300 percent, you know, mm. year over mm. year. It's just amazing, man. I mean, what do y'all what, why do you think? I'm curious what you guys think. Why do you mm. think people are coming out of the pandemic? With all these, I mean, is 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 it related to being, you know, you know, locked up? Or I think, you know, I think a lot of people that have mental health challenges now you really get to see that there are a lot more people that have suppressed this than we could have ever imagined, especially with men. You know, you're all a talk to, you know, suck it up, be a man, you know, don't be weak, don't cry, don't show emotion, you know, just, you know, tough it out. And then a lot of times that is passed down to the sons and so on. So I think it's that I think people are just in a space, you know, where they really are desperate. And, you know, I also think with many of these shootings, and I'm even going to include the police shootings. A lot of people do it just to kind of, if you will, as the kids say, pop off. Mm. But in many instances, and I'll say many, but mm. not all, yeah. there are no consequences. You know, I want to the uh, the uh, rate of, of murder and I guess shooting has also gotten to almost like an all time high in Philadelphia as well. Mm-hmm. Um, even here in Atlanta, yesterday it was Saturday right over in the area by Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah. There were two shootings over there. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. You know, I mean, it, it's not just in Atlanta. People, I mean, the co- what they call it, COVID-19 crime sprees. Yeah. Well, wait, let's take it a step further, y'all. Here's what I want to know. Where in the entire hell did that 12-year-old child out there in the Midwest get that gun to go to school and start shooting people? Oh, yeah. 12 years old. Yeah, that's crazy. Where... Where are the parents? They've got to take some culpability when you've got these young children. And even, I say even like, you know, 18, 16, 21, whatever the case may be. How do you keep your head in the sand and not know that your child has an issue? Is it a situation where your ego will feel bruised? Again, I say, like that child in in Chicago, out at 2.30 in the morning with a gun, he was 13 years old. I don't condone anything that has to do with why that child got killed or whatever may accompany that. And you feel there's so many things going on now. You hear about it for a minute, then it's gone because there's something else that comes up. Where are the parents and where are these 12 or 13-year-old kids getting these guns? Well, let me say this. I don't want to be judgmental, but I do want to make a comment. I mean, I do believe. I'm just asking. I'm just saying. No, no, I'm I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it. I mean, I I think, 
And and I have to ask the question. I think that a lot of these kids get phones too early. You know, I, I think, and, and y'all know, I mean, I, I see, you see a lot of these kids at 10 years old, nine years old with phone. I'm, phone. I'm, they get phones. And Eight these, years old. Yeah, these, years old. these phones are, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, it's cool if you got a device on Wi-Fi that's restricted, but these, these kids have like full-blown accounts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got phones. And I think when you... And iPads. And iPads. I mean, iPads are different mm-hmm. when you can put restrictions on them. But when you talk about a full-blown phone that has cellular service, anybody can get in. I mean, you can do everything you can to try to block it, but it's more difficult. So, I mean, it's just, I think, I mean, it's always, I mean, we're always going to have some issues where, you know, you probably gave some kid something too early. You, you exposed them too early to certain things. But, you know, even more so now, man, with social media, you just got to, you know, um, nah, I mean, you just got to say, nah, not until you like 15, 13, 14, you know, but, but, you know, some of these kids get them in eight, nine, that's just too early for me. I wouldn't do it. I would definitely not do it. But, but, you know, they think it's cute. I don't think it's cute because it ends up in some, some mess, always ends up in some mess, always, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Y'all got any other comments on that subject <laughs> that point? But, yeah, uh, but they, hey, it's a Trump area you living in. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, no, it, is. Really, it, 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 it is. He's made it. He has made no. made. He has made everything okay. Well, you know, go ahead, go ahead, Tanya. But you were about to say something. No, I'm just saying. New administration, but Vi is absolutely right. There are a lot of people that are still drinking his Kool Aid. Yeah. Well, I mean, yep. I gotta, I gotta find out the motives of some of these kids, especially the kid out in, um, in Idaho, wherever it was in the Midwest. Kate, what were you about to say? Go ahead. No, uh, uh, speaking of Trump, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think he lifted that assault on uh, that ban on assault rifle as soon as he got in, yeah, in yeah. office. So yeah. you know that's contribution to the madness, somewhat. Also, that was real idiotic. Yeah, it's a party mentality. You know what I mean? That's a, and and, and you know we'll get into that later because I, I do we do want to talk about um, <sighs> Mayor Bottoms and and the decision there, and I think uh, you know we'll bring some of that up as well. Right. Hey, let's do this. Let's go mm. to break. Uh, let's go to break. And um, what we'll do is, uh, let me see here. We'll go to break and come back with Tanya B's tea. And uh, then we'll right. get closer to, uh, you know, our our woke moment where where we kind of talk about how, how this bombshell has, is going to impact Atlanta. But also, I mean, it has impact on the nation. So we'll, we'll talk about that as well. As well. we'll be right back. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Tanya B, what you got on your with your mobile cell? Okay. <laughs> I'm all over the place. But the first thing I want to say is happy 90th birthday 
to baseball legend Willie Mays. You know, he's one of the last, I say, groundbreaking uh, baseball players of color that we still have. We lost Hank Aaron, you know, a while ago. But happy 90th birthday to, wow. uh, to Willie Mays. Wow. I didn't, well, wow. Happy 90th. Keep on going, brother. Yes, 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 yeah. Um, and I also want to say, you know, interesting you were talking about the whole thing with shooting and violence. And today when I was driving home, I dipped off of 7585 due to the traffic. And I drove by the Wendy where Rashad Brooks mm. was murdered. And that was just a big hole. And if you didn't know what happened at that site, you yeah. would have no idea of what went down there. So... It was just a real, a, a real thought-provoking moment for me. And, um, and, and, and you know what, Tanya B, say, uh, to consider the fact yeah. that they released the cop, they're, they're going to, you know, basically reinstate, they've reinstated him. He's on administrative leave, pending eleven charges. But that's that's just amazing. You know, go ahead, go ahead. I just wanted to mention that. I'm just, I'm shaking, I'm just shaking my head. I again, no consequences, hmm. no consequences. Yeah. Um, also, want to say rest in peace to Atlanta politician and activist C.T. Martin, who passed away yesterday. Oh. He was a career uh, politician. He was just really one of the pillars of Atlanta, uh, the longest serving member in the Atlanta City Council. You know, we've got buildings named after him. So he wanted to send our thoughts and prayers out to his family and, yes. you know, another warrior that we've lost. Celebrate his life. Celebrate his life. After, exactly. You know, and I think we're going to celebrate DMX too. Um, next week, May 16th, TV One is going to air his final interview. And it'll be interesting to see just where he was, you know, mentally, spiritually, physically, you know, and, and just, you know, you know, what, and just, and I guess what, where he was in life. Because if you listen to him, he's very prolific, he's very intelligent. Uh, he actually wanted to be a preacher. And like I said, he was involved with the church of Kanye. And um, I, I think that's worth watching. Yeah. Um, I also want to, uh, I know I'm all over the place, but each, this whole thing with the violence, it was revealed this week that the rapper Pop Smoke that was murdered just a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Again, with these guns, he was murdered by a 15 year old. Exactly. Um, I want to also talk about uh, tonight at 9 p.m. There's the Pass the Mike Mother's Day special on BET with Patty LaBelle and Johnny Gill. And also featured on this uh, episode is Shirley Jones of the Legendary Jones Show. You may remember you're going to make me love somebody else. Nice over Egypt. And uh, ATL. You know what I'm talking about. Come, come on. Come on. Right, exactly. Well, Shirley Jones now resides in Atlanta. And um, the Jones Girls Unsung, which has been in the works for about two years, will actually air uh, as the season finale of Unsung on May 23rd. So I want to say shout out to Shirley Jones. Well, she's a lead singer. She's really keeping the legacy alive as her other two sisters uh, have passed away. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50 Cent, let's talk about, I just said he's got, I don't know how much sense he really has. He may have business sense, but I wonder if he's got common sense. Now, you may remember he was at the Super Bowl trying to have this big to-do, this big event, and he got fined. The venue got shut down, lost their license, and all that happened. Then he came down here to Atlanta to NBA All-Star, tried to have this big fufu event where he was charging up to $8,000 What for table service. <laughs> I'm like, what? You better sit me down, carry oh, me to my seat, dude. feed me. Take me home, clean my house, and with a, with, with a toothbrush. Yeah, 
So now he's moved from New York City down to Houston, Texas, because, you know, Houston, Texas is wide open and there are no COVID restrictions there. So I guess they just go down there and have super spready events and take people's money. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and uh, with that said, I want to talk about poor Chris Brown. You know, it's amazing how sometimes, no matter how talented you are, you just don't know how to get out of your own way. And I think he's a prime example of that. Because, I mean, you can't, you can't front him. He's got the talent. He can sing. He can dance. He is an entertainer. He just has, again, mental health. Here we go again. But, you know, now he's being sued by his housekeeper's sister because the sister claims his dog bit her. There's more to this story, whatever it may be. And then more recently, the cops were called to his house because there was a, a disturbance call placed at 2 a.m. And he was having a COVID super spreader event. Some people say 300 people, some say 500 people, allegedly. But his house is only but so big, so they could not social distance. But the thing that I think is ridiculous, and this goes back to that 400-plus-year-ago mentality. If you went to one of his parties and you could not pass the paper, the brown paper bag test, wow, you were not admitted. Are you serious? Into the party. I'm very serious. Now, where was it? Where, is, is he in L.A.? Where, where is he? I guess. You know, uh, wow. you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't. But I'm just curious. Does, but, yeah. but that's stupid. That's some... Oh. Yeah. yeah. What else is also oh, stupid is I got you a Trigger Trey Songs update. Now, you know, he's got the case where... Well, the charges were actually dropped with um, that fight he got into with the police officer at the Kansas City Chiefs game. He really roundhoused that guy. He, he had him in a headlock and punched him in the face. Yeah. I don't condone that. But he's still facing charges for that sexual assault with that woman he met at Puffy's party. And now he has another issue because a year ago, he was at a Cardi B concert, shouldn't have been up in there. And the bartender told him that, you know, the seating was restricted. And when the bartender tried to tell him this, he hauls off and punched the guy in the head. So, of course, he's getting sued for emotional trauma. And then he's got the third leg video out there. Then he's got that disgusting video of him spitting in those in his mouth. So I, I think that he needs to go sit down and have a seat with Tyrese and some of these other people are just acting a pure default and stay off social media. And lastly, we got to talk about this. The verses last night. Mm. <laughs> Anybody? You want me to go? <laughs> Well, let me uh, well, hold, hold up. Though. Let me just say this. You waiting on me? <laughs> uh, I understand. I actually forgot about it. I'm not going to lie. I watched a little um, bit I of it, but I'll, I'll, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. You go. I heard the girl from the state were a little tight in the face uh, that it was mostly the Candy Burris show, but you know, no tea, no shade. I was going up for SWB, and that seems to be who people prefer because Escape has been getting dragged mm. across social media about that. The other thing I want to say about that, Candy Burris, who's, all, who's a member of Escape, she said it's too stressful and she's thinking about leaving the Real Housewives of Atlanta. But I'm like, she's built her businesses. She's got nothing else to promote. But what she did say, and I get it, she's getting in front of the story before it really blows up, is that, you know, she's got a little freak in her. And you know, what, what she and her husband do in their bedroom is their business. They're grown. Hmm. And at least, you know, she's standing in her truth. And, you know, that's okay. I'm sure we can all admit to some of that somewhere. But the other thing she talked about, allegedly, is that um, she has, at certain points in her marriage, had a third person come over to her house with some fun frolicking and you fill in the blank, but it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I, but what's, what's, what's T.I. What, what's T.I.'s wife, wife's name? 
tiny, right? I mean, tiny. They go back. They yeah. they go back. They got you know. Oh yeah. Was he? They got some. You know what? You know, they you got some. Candy <laughs> has had very little to say about this, and allegations are because she knows a whole lot more than a lot of other people. Again, yeah. don't forget she had the sex toys and the, the candy at the candy store. Yeah. You know her sex dungeon and all that other stuff she had going on. But you know if that's what she likes, if she stands on her truth, I'm not mad at her. But she does not want to be dragged into that mess. And speaking of that, uh, Shakana Joe, who was tiny, like bestie bestie, I think even before Escape, hmm. uh, they have fallen out and Shakana is upset and said, you know, this, this is it. You know, she said, no, you know, no more, no new friends, no more friends. But I also, you know, have to feel, we talked about this before, what effect this is having on T.I. and Tiny's kids, so much so that uh, Tiny's daughter, Zonique, was on, uh, was being interviewed, and somebody actually brought that up, and she was not very happy about it. She handled it well. Mm. She also gave you a little, um, don't forget where, you know, we come from, and, you know, don't try to play me on that. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Ah, appreciate your time, you B. I got a couple of things, and then we'll wrap up entertainment. I, I do want to talk about the situation with Mayor Bottoms, but um, uh, the movie, if you guys have a chance, man, uh, and I know, I know everybody's still in the house. We ain't, we ain't fully released, but you know, in Georgia we are, but across the country, you, mm-hmm. you still watching Netflix. Um, the uh, movie was actually released in 2018, Sundance, but Monster on Netflix is amazing. I mean, you, if you have a chance, I mean, it's not perfect. It's not a perfect movie, but it's a great movie with a great message. It stars uh, Jeffrey Wright, Jennifer Hudson, uh, Cal- Kelvin Harrison Jr. If you know the movie Waves, he plays the lead character. Um, ASAP Rocky, uh, John David Washington, Nas. It's just a serious cast. But um, it oh. is on Netflix. And, and you know, the great message in it is, and, I, and, I, and I'm and i going to get to this even when we talk about some stuff that's going on in Atlanta. You got to be careful of the company you keep. You know, and, and, and don't give mm-hmm. in to peer peer pressure because, you know, a lot of this stuff that's happening, a lot of these cats, especially I'm going to get into the YNF, um, what's his name, uh, in just a minute. And, 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 oh, God, yeah. YNF Lucy? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk about that uh, as it pertains to Atlanta. Um, also, what's going on, Marvin Gaye's anthem for the ages as we tape the podcast comes on tonight at 8. Uh, talks about this is the 50th anniversary. I'm gonna give it up. Marvin Gaye uh, is what's going on album the 50th. So um, kudos to Don Lemon and CNN for doing a special on that. Uh, as we tape the podcast, it's tonight at eight. But you know it's gonna be on demand. It'll continue to be on. Uh, also coming up on Amazon May 14th. Mark your calendars, and I'll talk about some of it next week on Sunday's show when we tape. But uh, Barry Jenkins uh, Academy Award winning black directors. Underground Railroad is coming out. It's based on the 2016 book written by author Colson Whitehead. And it's one of these, it's almost, I, w- I wouldn't say like um, uh, Lovecraft Country, but it's an alternate timeline historical thing about the Underground Railroad, where the Underground Railroad is actually a railroad. So um, we, we'll talk about that next week. And, and you know what? I'm counting down May 23rd. I got to count it down, y'all. The Shy. <laughs> the Shy is back. Um, you know, Common and Le- and Lena Waite. It's coming back. Uh, it is one of my favorite shows. I'm not going to lie to you. It's one of, it's still one of my favorite shows. No matter how much y'all try to drag Lena Waite, uh, it, is, it is still, in my opinion, uh, a, a great watch. 
interesting to watch with a great cast. And and I, I plan on being there for it on May 23rd. I will be there. I, hey, but quick transition. Uh, I don't want to go to break. We'll go right into it because we're going to do our contest after this as well. Okay. But, but I want to get uh, everybody's opinion on this Keisha Lance Bottoms uh, not running for reelection. And, and, you know, Tanya B., you've referred to her as, as red carpet Keisha. They call her uh, red carpet Keisha. I'm not the only one. I didn't yeah. make it up. Oh, no. That's what she is known as. And folks, yeah, folks, folks say that because, you know, and, and this is what I've heard even watching Twitter or and, and watching some of the Sunday shows, the Atlanta shows and some of the Atlanta pundits. A lot of folks were saying basically she was not enjoying the work of being mayor. And and it's been really tough. I mean, when you talk about being put on the national spotlight by, you know, the orange agent, you know, uh, Orange Julius. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and have, have, yeah, and having to battle out, battle it out with uh, with country Kemp or, you know, hillbilly Kemp. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you're dealing with all this stuff and you you can't really be mayor. Uh, and focus on, uh, stay focused on the the real issues at hand. You know, it was tough. I mean, they showed a video of people outside her home. You know, it, it was just, and, and you know, I th- you know what I think was, I'm not going to say it was the one of the last straws, but this this cop being acquitted or not acquitted, but basically uh, reinstated, I think may have been one of the last straws. But I saw the last straw come when the the Home Depot thing hit because her husband works for Home Depot. You know, and, you know, it's just like a, a almost like a comedy of errors leading up to it. She will be the first Atlanta mayor since World War Two not to run for reelection. You know, and, and here's how I look at it. And I'm I'm going to spell this out. And I want y'all's feedback, especially, you know, K-Dub, you're in the entertainment business. Tanya B, you're in the entertainment business. Uh, Vi, you're a Georgia native and you've lived close to Atlanta. Um. I look at Atlanta. Atlanta is pivotal, y'all, for black entertainment, you know, um, in the state and in the southeast. And, and the past mayors, when you look at, you know, Maynard Jackson, when you look at Andrew Young, when you look at Bill Campbell, uh, Shirley Franklin, uh, all these black mayors were really what I call entertainment, black entertainer friendly. Uh, am I correct in saying that for those of you who've been here long enough? Yeah. Well, you are, and, and don't forget Christine Reed. That's, yeah, that's, oh, of course. That's his background as well. Of course. As is Keisha Lance Bottoms. Yeah. By trade, she's an entertainment attorney, and rightfully so. And I'm sure we all know the, you know, the reason why and how she seems to, to, to get to that point. Yeah, and so, but, so, when um, I, so when I say that, you know, and I look at this story with YFN Lucci, and we're talking a dozen people charged in a wide ranging indictment. We're talking about a hundred and five count indictment, y'all. I That's didn't say right. I didn't say five. And I didn't I say, say ten. That, I said a hundred and five. Go ahead. Here's what I say to that. Now Sonny Willis is not playing because she's also going after forty five. I didn't hear and you. the other thing about YFN Lucy, I say he's less than smart, been in jail before. And the thing about it is it's got to do with a murder that took place at a strip club. When he gets out of jail, and where does he go? Back to the strip club, the scene of the crime, which is less than smart. Uh, and then he was tampering with his, uh, you know, the ankle device, you know, the, the ankle monitor. Yeah. But my thing is, it's, it's, the allegations are that he committed these and, you know, other atrocities, other illegal atrocities, as part of the blood 
gang in Atlanta, allegedly. And to that I say, just from the just the stupid ish he has done, I don't think he's smart enough to be in the bus. I don't think they want him because that's not the kind of attention that they want. So if he was trying to make a statement, he need to go try to make a record. Because I heard a record from YNF, whatever, XYZ, Lucci. I couldn't even tell you what it is. And I would actually hope that Little Wayne's daughter raised an egg instead of going and getting plastic surgery and getting breast implants, that she will find some self-confidence and stay away from that fool. Because I cannot see how Little Wayne, forget Toya, how Little Wayne will want his daughter hooked up with something like that because she could be with him at the wrong place in the wrong time and she could catch a bullet because they have no name on them. I want to pivot I'm over. Gonna... I want to I want to pivot over for a minute to 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 K Dub when it comes down to this. And because K Dub, you and I have had conversations about ra- the the lifestyle of a lot of these mm-hmm. guys and rappers. And you know what I'm what the indictment alleges that each of the twelve people charged you know they're associated with subgroups of the National Bloods game. Okay. And and here's my point. Um, I don't know why a lot of a lot of the entertainment guys who are causing, you know, just like the shootings, you know, uh, at, at the studios, you know, all these shootings that have been going on for the last couple of years. Uh, and what what's going to happen is this. The next mayor that comes in, if you don't get an entertainment friendly mayor, they're going to shut everything down. Because mm-hmm. I saw it happen with if you if you recall when um, there was a sh- uh, this guy and you know I don't remember it was uh, his name was James Mason he owned a bunch of clubs in Atlanta and uh, it was a high profile shooting to make a point they shut everything down for a long period of time and what the reason I say that is because when they have a lot of these entertainers have so much access to the mayor. What's going to happen when all of a sudden they don't have access anymore? The TIs or, you know, the killer mics. So I just don't see. And and the next mayor is not going to be, in my opinion, based on what I'm hearing, may not even be black. And and so so from your standpoint, Mm K-Dub, how how do you tell these cats to to cool it, man? To stop, because a lot of these shootings are are they, are in there, kind of they know about it. Yeah, yeah. I, my philosophy now is that after a certain age range, uh, 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 I say fifteen on down, sixteen on probably younger than that. We got to raise them up a little different, man. Get the music culture changed because right now that street stuff, that so called gangster mentality, which is to me thug street black kill black, it's it's all the way in the uh, in the hip hop game uh game now it's if if you're not in that we're talking about that then you're not cool i have nephews that i had brought to my studio and has never been back talking about all this riding up and down so-and-so street shooting and popping and i'm looking like negro you was raised out in inglewood you know <laughs> doggone well you know what i'm saying yeah you didn't do that kind of stuff and i let them know you're going to track that you're going to but they really really believe they really believe that that's what they need to be saying. I've had countless of them, little church boys over there talking, killing real nerds. Because here, because you know, I'm telling you, with with why with YFN with YFN, basically, they are going to use his lyrics. The feds have already said. Uh, the Atlanta police have already said the lyrics will be part of our investigation and part of the evidence. Period. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they do that. They talk about what they do to each other, like the little, the little Chicago rap clique, man. It's just, it's don't infiltrated it, and it's so strong. You got a guy that might be a complete nerd that's a good rapper, but what he wants to rap about is that kind of stuff. I don't even bring it over to and my studio. Like, that he knows nothing about. Because allegedly, you hear Snoop Dogg talking about, you know, rolling down the street. You know, yes, he does smoke. But, you know, one of the things the tennis people are saying is, you know, that lifestyle that he portrayed and, you know, things that he said were not his real Now, some of these kids, yes, it is their real experience, but it was not his real experience. And I think once he got hit with that murder charge, that kind of shook him to his core to realize. Mm-hmm. Well, let me let me give you. Let me, Again, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead this is not real, y'all. I mean, I just said in some cases it is, but it's not real, and that is nothing but a quick way to have a very short career. Because even if you're, you know, rapping about it, you're with people, you're trying to portray that image, you become a moving target. Yeah. Yes, yes, and not to mention all the weed you smoke and all the pills they pop on the regular. You ain't thinking straight. You get mm-hmm. caught up in the hype. Next thing you know, you're in the middle of something and somebody did, if not you. Just look, look up on the internet how many rappers, a lot of them are not big, were just doing mixtape or on their way to getting big. They get popped on the regular. I don't even want to fool with the rappers now because I'm scared to even put like a couple of my, I got one nephew that's really good. We're trying to get him to come up off of that. But I tell his dad, man, you know, hey, boy, what's yeah. going to happen if it start blowing up on Instagram, we start gaining recognition because we already trying to keep him out of trouble now. But it's just the mentality that's been bred into entertainment. I'm not used to this in entertainment. I can't handle it. If no, it was no. me, make me mayor of it. It's another. Make it's another level. It's another level that that yeah. honestly, um, it, it's the it's the kind of stuff that that unfortunately, um, you know, took out Tupac and Biggie. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of these these rappers and the, you know back in the day, so you know you hate to see it still active and you know in in, in current day culture. But yeah, couple, and, couple, and, yeah, and they ain't gonna go look for no uh, you go people that's doing these shooting and you know the other you know other people. But I, go ahead. No, no, it's it's gonna be tough. I mean, <laughs> the reason I bring it up, I don't just bring it. I mean, it came out in the news this week that this indictment was huge. But what's gonna happen because it's so big? it's going to have significant impact on all the entertainment. And especially since, since uh, Mayor Keisha is not going to be there, you know, to keep those relationships intact. If somebody comes in there, who's a tough on crime mayor, it's going to shut everything down. A lot of these studios, they're going to be under surveillance. They're not going to have the liberties they've had over the last several years, multiple years. So I'm going to say this also, and, and, and just a couple more things regarding, um, you know, what I see happening in Atlanta, depending on who's going to be mayor. Uh, the other piece is the Atlanta airport. You know, uh, Atlanta's been been really fighting with the state. Y'all don't know this, but, you know, I know some, this. I don't want to just make this about Atlanta because the violence thing impacts not only Atlanta, but like you said, in Dayton and Chicago and L.A., a lot of these cities where you have a strong relationship between government and the entertainment industry. Uh, so it's not just Atlanta, but also just in Atlanta. When you see the airport, it's been a, a, a back and forth between uh, either state oversight of the of the Atlanta airport or continuing to have the Atlanta airport overseen by the city of Atlanta. These white boys, the Republican state of Georgia, they want that airport. And if they get that airport, all the black entrepreneurship that has been going on within the airport for years and years, y'all, it's going to be in jeopardy. I'm going to say that. So. Also, in addition to that, I mean, it, you, they they don't play fair. They're not going to play fair. 
I can tell mm-hmm. you that now. I mean, it's it's evident that, you know, right now, even with the university system in, of Georgia, which is going to be Republican run, it already is, you know, heavily influenced by the governor. They're trying to bring in Sonny Perdue, who was working for Trump. So, you know, I'm, I'm just here to tell y'all that this means a lot more to the region and to the nation than we think. Um, I'm not surprised because it was a tough gig for her. I mean, it was honestly, her heart wasn't in it toward the end. And, and, um, but, you know, go ahead. And I think her heart was in it, but she came in at a time when things just got really tumultuous. You had COVID, you had, uh, uh, you know, all the shootings, you had the protests, you know, you had all like the George Floyd, the, you know, all these, they were just back. No, I don't. No, I I want to be clear. I want to be clear, Tanya B. I'm not saying her heart wasn't in it when she ran. I'm just saying where it is now. I think she's looking at it and she's saying this ain't worth it to me, y'all. This, you know, I mean, my my kids. She's got she's got young kids. I think she's you know. Go ahead. I think she's tired of hearing. She's tired. Go ahead, Bob. She thinks she's tired of taking the blame. Yeah, she's tired of taking the blame. Everybody blaming her for the crime. And she's saying, yeah, but you know, the other, thing, you know what the other thing is, she said, "Won't your fast can do better?" Then I'm tired of taking the blame. And, and the man, other thing is, you know, she, she, her family, and I get it. Family is very important to her, but all of this has also taken a toll on her family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, I, I would say, you know, is it worth it? No. You know, and I, but just for that and nothing more, I agree with her. Now she can go and do a whole lot of other things. I still say, and she said, I'm not going to Walgreens and blah, blah, blah. But I think she has enough relationship where she can go and do something else, make a lot more money, be a lot less stressed and just keep it pushing. And I still would not be surprised if she pops up on, you know, somebody's radar to do something in the Biden administration or something on a higher state level. Uh, mm. Well, you know, let me say this, and and I want to wrap it with this because we're going to get into our contest. But um, I will say this. Um, I think that uh, the possibility of her uh, joining the Biden administration, the percentage possibility is low. That's my opinion. Uh, I think she might, I, I I think she, I think she might have an opportunity statewide um, but I don't see an opportunity for her on a national level based on her giving up in the city of Atlanta, because a lot of these problems are just um, they're just a microcosm of what Biden's dealing on a national level. So if she can't handle it in the city of Atlanta, then she can't transfer it to the nation. Um, so I, I just don't see that happening, especially considering that she um, that she resigned. But 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 honestly, I don't blame her. I don't blame her, but I will tell you, and, and it's just a moment that I got to say, if you're in the entertainment business and you kind of feel that that you can do what you do in Atlanta, the way it is being done, causing a lot of the grief, causing a lot of these issues. I mean, this is a wake up because I just remember this happened before and they shut it down. And, and, and I'm telling you, the next mayor that comes in, it's going to be sweeping. I mean, you're gonna see a lot of folks go down. So I'm gonna leave well, it. At, I'm gonna leave it at that. Especially if if the mayor is not a person of color, and I just yeah. don't mean black, even if they are of some other minority alleged alleged minority ethnic group. But if you got somebody 
who, and for all she claims she's not running, but I, I, I don't put it past her. If you got somebody like a Mary Norwood, although she said she wouldn't run, I don't completely believe that to be the fact. If you get somebody like her in there, yeah, I think I a think, lot of people yeah. who are here huh. will pack up and move elsewhere. I'm telling you. But see, that's my point. Mary Norwood ain't gonna stand for, uh, you know, somebody like Ti coming in her office telling her the way it should be done, or, or you know what I'm saying, and what needs to happen in the hood. No, or, e- they or don't even care. Killer Mike, as smart and as eloquently and as well spoken as he is, yeah. but because he's an advocate of 420, yeah, she they, will have nothing to do with. But I tell you, any of them. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be interesting. Uh-uh. It's either gonna be the other names that are coming up, uh, Kathy Willard. Uh, she's, you know, L- uh, lesbian, LGBTQ friendly, um, has has a, mm-hmm. a solid following you know, in the Midtown Buckhead area. Um, so it, it'll be right. interesting. Right. I don't want to get too specific and get too into the X and, X's and O's, but you're going to see Atlanta. Uh, this is going to be a pivotal election for the city of Atlanta and, and we'll see what happens. OK, hey, y'all, hey, let's let's do this. Um, let's take a real quick break and we're going to come back with our contestant. Uh, we're going to give them a call, but um, let's let's do this. Uh, you're listening to the G Podcast. All right, y'all, we are back. Tommy B, Tanya B, K-Dub, Vi, we're all here doing our thing. And, um, you know, we, we got the contest. Know your, know, your, uh, know your G. And we do have a contestant. I got to call him. I'll call him live. Let me see if I can get him, y'all. So hang tight. Here we go. Can people still enter the contest, Tommy B? I'll talk, to you. I'll talk to you off the air. <laughs> Hello, Tommy B. What's going on? What's up, y'all? It is, y'all give it up for KW. Uh, a super fan who entered the contest. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Not K Dub. Going on, crew. What is going on? KW. And let me say, yeah, KW. He he is he's a great man. He's he's the he's the podcast listener you want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, really appreciate, man, the feedback and, and the consistency. I mean, this is just a good dude. K-Dub, where are you, man? What city? What what, what area? I am uh, I am in Knoxville, oh, wow. uh, Tennessee. Good stuff. Uh, so I'm just a state above uh, uh, Georgia. Yeah, I've been in Knoxville, uh, And I want to say first, no, I've been in Knoxville, definitely. Quick. Go ahead. You man. guys are awesome, man. You guys are awesome. Uh, I wow. know Vi, of course, the legendary T-Bird. I love her to death for yourself. I think before I went on night, the K-Dub came on while old, uh, all of you guys, I love it. I love it. So Appreciate you, man. You guys do a great job. We thank you, man. We thank you. I'm going to give it up for you one more time, man. 
You yeah, get the air horn. He wins by default. Just give him a prize. <laughs> That's it. But you know, we got to do it like this. We got to we got to be fair about it, though. All right. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know how we play the contest, but basically, I'm gonna spin the wheel, and we'll come up with uh with a category. It, it can either be uh know your tea, know your news, or or know your G podcast, which could be a wild card. It could be anything. Okay. So so let me go ahead and let me uh, let me find here. Let me spin the wheel. Here we go. go here we go all right all right k-dub the uh category is know your news know your news now all you got to do man is huh say what all right now I know you can handle this though, man. And, and all you got to do is get three out of five. That's it. Okay. Okay. All okay. right. Here's, here's the first question. All right. True or right. false. True or false. The defense attorney for convicted murderer, Derek Chauvin is requesting a new trial due to inability to hold a fair trial in Minneapolis. Is that true or false? I heard that was true because I think one of the jurors had on a a black lives a t or got a black lives rally t shirt or, or there you go I'll stop you so right I'm there go with, yes I'm gonna go with true yeah true. man yeah there you go although he shoot he shoot right in hell by the way <laughs> <laughs> all right this is number two man um, unfortunately uh, Andrew Brown Jr. was recently shot in this city uh, by police and I'm gonna give you three options okay. <laughs> It was either Liberty City, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, or Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Which one of those three? Oh, man. Elizabeth City, uh, North Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia. This is the this is the case where they won't release the body cam. North Carolina, yeah, Georgia, like or Florida. All, yeah, like all of them. Uh, <laughs> hey, wait, uh, take a guess. Is there a phone a friend? No, nah, take a guess. Take a guess, man. I'm gonna just say because I can't. I'm gonna say North Carolina. But, hey man, but, you know what? But, you, but are abso- be, you are absolutely be, correct. It could be any state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are correct. All right, all you gotta do is get one more, man. You just gotta get okay, one more. Okay. Okay. This this is uh, you, you get this one and it's good to go. Or you got two more. You know, two more chances. All right, Pfizer is is soon is requesting approval soon for this. One of the three. A combination Viagra COVID shot for men, uh, a COVID nineteen, <laughs> COVID nineteen nasal yeah, no, vaccine, or <laughs> authorization for a COVID nineteen vaccine for children twelve to fifteen. One of those three. Oh, it, that, that would be the latter, the one for the uh, children. So no combination Viagra COVID shot for men. It's going to be. Oh, the hell for Viagra. Absolutely, man. And you know what? You win. Y'all give it up. Y'all yeah, give I it up. Support. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I, 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 I heard the speaker has a whole podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> what? what, what? Yeah. We've got a whole podcast. Yes. Bye. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got I to gotta get called up and support her, too. I, I can't with okay. y'all. You know, I'm getting ready to hang up. I'm going to get myself a glass of wine. I can't with you all anymore. By the VA will give you Viagra free because my father got it. But anyway, hey, hey, we got to get, let me, let me see, let me give it up for one more time. Y'all give it up. 
Y'all give it up for the one and only KW. KW, man, again, we appreciate you. Yes, and yes let me say this. Let me say this, man, because you did ask about it. Uh, she does, uh, Tanya B does have a new show. It airs every every Friday night at 10 p.m. at castropolis.net. It re-airs on Saturday at noon. So you can check it out every week. Again, Friday night, 10 o'clock. And um, and then on um, on Saturday at noon. So, hey, man, hold down Knoxville, man. We appreciate you up there. Beautiful city, man. That's our University of Tennessee. Is that it? Yeah, University of Tennessee. Yes, it is. Good stuff. But but, but there's a sad part, like most cities, uh, mm. it's a it's a red state with pockets of blue cities. And yeah, so true. You got all these Trump lovers up here, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, good stuff, man. KW, again, I'm gonna give it up for you, bro. Keep giving us the feedback, man. Yeah. And we'll be in touch. Yeah, thank we'll, you. I'll reach out to you, bro. Love thank you, man. All you guys. We love, love you too, man. You Keep it up. Love you too. Super fans. Super fans. Super fans. <laughs> Got a lot. <laughs> Take care, man. We'll see you. I'll miss you. Bye bye. Oh, see, that was that was great. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. That sure was. <laughs> Paul, what'd you say? <laughs> You got Tanya B. Hey, hot. Hey, <laughs> forgive me. That that's the pain speaking. It's the pain. <laughs> it's the pain. I'm delirious. It's the pain. Hey, y'all, you can you always that right. you can give us feedback. I can't keep <laughs> I, you know. These these folks. 413-556-9546. Give us feedback. Uh 413-556-9546. Love to hear your thoughts. Um, you know, definitely uh reach out to us, man. There's so much going on. Um, I'm, I'm going to start with, uh, with Vi, man. Uh, any, any thoughts before we wrap up the show, man? Any last minute shout outs? Well, I'm, I'm sorry that Keisha is not running, but I just think she just, she just said it ain't worth it anymore. Yeah. I mean, she's, I'm pretty sure she's, I'm giving her all I got. And all I'm hearing is that I'm the reason why all this crime is going on. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not from, I'm not from Atlanta, but when I go to Atlanta and talk to people from Atlanta, that's exactly what they're saying. They said, she ain't doing enough. I'm going to do. She's the mayor. I mean, what does y'all expect her to do? Yeah. Yeah. Crime is here. So y'all y'all, y'all talking about not reelecting because of crime in Atlanta? Yeah. I said, wow. What about, what about all the other good stuff? So well, you just going to begin everything right. else. And, you know. Well, you look across the country and, and right what, now and you look at the black man. What you is at, not doing yeah. enough? What is not doing enough? Right. And my other thing mm-hmm. I'm saying, mm-hmm. who do we have to replace her? Well, that's my point. That's what I was talking about. I mean, I'm telling you. When you get rid of somebody, you put the house, like they said, you put the house somebody better in mind. Who who do we have better in mind to do this? I'm here you to tell you. Kemp, Kemp trying to take over now. So yep. come on now. Yes. That's the goal. Think about, think about the big pitch. The white folks are trying to come back to Atlanta. Oh, I'm telling well, you. Well, you know, now, no, but here's the, no, they came back and now they're leaving because they realized that the, the term the right to quiet enjoyment is different in the suburbs than if when you live downtown. Now they are fleeing the city once again and going back to their suburbs. And you know what? I say let them go because they drove the prices up and drove people of color out of this city. Now right. the prices are starting to, 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 to uh, level off a little bit so people can afford to live it because a lot of people that are from here cannot afford to live in Atlanta proper. They can't afford it. And people that have had their homes for years can't even afford to keep their homes even if they're paid for because they don't, they, they, uh, they've driven the price of taxes up so much people are losing their homes to taxes. So you know what I say? Mm-hmm. 
take your ass, go, bye. Well, let me say this. I'm going to say this, okay? I was talking about my my uh, my foster, you know, growing up. I, I, I look at every year um, the home I grew up in, uh, Northwest Atlanta, North Avenue, Baker Road. Y'all know, I mean, I, I grew up over in that area. So, you know, just right around the corner from what T.I. called the Bankhead, the Bankhead Kmart. So I, I grew up around that area. So um, I, I check the houses, especially the house I grew up in. So I looked at the value of the house last year. It was somewhere around 60 or so, a couple of years ago. Y'all want to guess where that house is right now? In terms about of six hundred now, six hundred. <laughs> well, here's here's the deal. Microsoft is building a campus in West Atlanta, and mm-hmm. so the house is up to three hundred twenty-two, twenty-five thousand. Oh, cool. wow. I'm a little less than half off. Yeah, wow. yeah, you're just a little less than half. But but still, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, That's it's, a it's but still, it's twelve hundred fifty square feet. So a right. lot of these houses, you're talking about 1,250 square foot house going from 40, 50, you know, 40,000 getting flipped. Now it's 322,000. A lot of that's happening around that area because Microsoft is moving to the Western part to, to Northwest Atlanta. So I, I agree with you, Tanya B, to a certain extent, but I think the master plan will be who becomes mayor. And I think that's where I think the opportunity will be, especially for um, you know, I hate to make it a partisan issue, especially for the Republican Party, because they want ultimately they want that airport. They want the city of Atlanta oh, yeah. and yeah. they want the airport because you got Microsoft moving in. You have a lot of these tech companies. So the the model for me that I'm looking at is San Francisco. If you all look at what happened in San Francisco with a lot of the tech companies exactly. as, as they started to move in, um, depending on who becomes mayor next, affordable housing. Um, is it could go the whole the same route as a San Francisco in in the in the city of Atlanta, you know. So any, uh, no, you're, you're right. You got. I'm gonna go to K Dub. I'll come back to you, Tanya B. K K Dub. Anything last? Oh, no, I, I, I hope everything go uh, uh, a little better than Atlanta. I hate that's going on with the mayor, but uh, she probably don't have enough. And I bet you it's crazy. However, crime is everywhere. It's gonna take people in the city that has names. Everybody to kind of somewhat organized and start trying to pitch in a little bit. Cause I hate to see a new mayor, like come in, like you saying, mm-hmm. cause if he ain't down with the entertainment or he's a, you know, white dude or whatever, mm-hmm. ooh we, you know, <laughs> it could be tough, even if, you know, he, even if he's not down with entertainment, he's not going to be down with the people. No, All he's going to be down about right. making money. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that part too. It's, it could be, it could be ugly for a little bit of why they in there or whatever or not, but y'all hold y'all ground, man. Y'all can y'all can run that shit down. Now, I say long as we vote, we get, we control it. Yeah. We gotta mm-hmm. vote. Last yes, word. Sir. Last word, Tanya B. What you got? Uh, I, I understand what you're saying. And like you said, you can be in, in the Bay Area and you can work at Microsoft or Google or wherever and you can make a hundred thousand dollars and still have to live in your car. We don't want that to happen. The other thing is when you have those companies like the Microsoft, don't forget, they're going to bring people in to this city from outside. Okay, And if you're used to living in the Bay Area or New York, coming here and paying higher than what people are used to paying in, in, in market rent, yeah. that's going to be a saving to them. So bigger. But again, don't forget, Atlanta has a history of every four years. Like the people that came here for tech, they stay here for four years. They build all these apartments. And then the people are leaving. Atlanta is number four in the country for people that have come here for those tech and other types of jobs, and they leave. 
I wonder, I wonder if uh, is, no, no, real huh? quick. I wonder, I wonder if um, if Bill Gates is going to get a bachelor pad. <laughs> <laughs> in the oh yeah! Bill, Come on, Bill. How about his hey, wife? How about his wife? He chose for back to pass. Go ahead, Tanya B. I'm just joking. I don't want to get you started. I don't want to get you started because we're about to wrap. Go ahead, Tanya B. Last thing. No, no. Bill Gates. Is, Bill Gates already got a 70 year old side piece. He's going back to. Okay. <clears throat> but let me say this also. Okay. <clears throat> The other thing is that uh, Kasim Reed was the one that started the mayor's office of film and entertainment because, again, he came from that background. Keisha, again, entertainment attorney. She gets it. If the next, again, like you said, the next mayor is not part of that, you know, that mindset. Don't be surprised if that office goes away. But you know what? Going back, even if you go back to Shirley Franklin, her husband was an entertainment attorney. You know, he he was, you know, Peebo Bryson's manager, you know, going back. I mean, I mean, what's his name? Bill Campbell used to hang out at Club 112, <laughs> like seven in the morning. Well, Shirley, so, Fra- Shirley Franklin's husband had a client that didn't listen because you see what happened to Peebo. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, but, you, you, said, but, but Franklin, Franklin, yeah, Franklin, Franklin had a had a I mean, he was he was Muhammad Ali's manager for a while. You know, Muhammad Ali sued him. But my point mm-hmm. is, you had right. a history, mm-hmm. even even going back to Maynard Jackson, you know, all these guys had those ties. And if they bring somebody in who doesn't have the ties, then it could be it could be I'm not I'm just saying it could it could significantly change the culture within the city. And and, and all I would say Absolutely. is this and I'm going to leave it at this. All y'all had to do was tell these fools to stop the madness, stop the foolishness. If you could fix it within and just say, you know, internally. You know, either the Bloods, a lot of these gangs just said, look, we don't need this because, you know, you you're going to wake up the bear. You're going to wake up the sleep. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, K-Dub? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, yeah. I mean, you know what it, you know what it reminds yourself. me of if you're from New York? It reminds me of Giuliani when somebody, when they brought in Giuliani in the city of New York. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm just here to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it at that. All right, y'all. Um you again call us 413-556-9546. But right now you know what we gotta do, and we need this. Here we go. No, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Yes. Oh. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. If our career or desire for money or social status are more important to us than pleasing God, we need to get our priorities straight. Or maybe a relationship is keeping you from spending time with God and you're looking for that person's attention and approval more than God's. The bottom line is any situation or desire in our life that keep us from being led by the Holy Spirit or living for God is an unhealthy distraction that's not good for us. You should set aside all of the distractions of life and purposely focus on God. When you seek God first with your whole heart, you will find Him. He's always there waiting for you. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. All I'm saying, long as you have a relationship with God, there's nothing you can't do and nothing that you can't get through. Because God is always there for you. Amen. Amen. Amen, Brother Vi. Hey, glad to have you on, Vi. Also, man, thank you for weathering a kind of a tough week, man. You had a lot of stuff going on and uh, yes. you know, 
you, you, I, I definitely appreciate. People don't people don't understand. I don't see they you on don't. camera right now for an obvious reason. So I don't they, don't. they don't understand what you what you're dealing with, man. So thank you so much, man. We and you are in our prayers, Def, definitely. Uh, Tanya B, thank you so much. Continue to enjoy that party. Save me something to eat. Can I get something to eat? Can I get a plate? Can a brother get a plate? Hey, yeah, you, you, you still got some to go plates here. I just want to say to everybody. Um, Still, don't forget this pandemic is real, still mask up, still social distance. Don't act like it's over because the longer you don't do that, the longer it's going to take for us to get back to some semblance of real life. And also check out my show, shameless plug, check out my show, The Bird Wire, every Friday night at 10 p.m. And then we play Saturday at noon. I play the best independent music from all around the globe. I go to New York. I go to the U.K. I go to Nigeria. I'm all looking through. So if you don't want to hear the same 10 songs you hear everybody else play, please check out The Bird Wire. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Go to castropolis.net, C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. And all you got to do is hit the play stream or either listen to her on the iTunes, the MyTuna radio app. And uh, it is in our, uh, basically, if you if you follow us on IG or Twitter, all that information is in our bio. You can download the app or you can get the stream. All right, y'all, with that, thank you so much. K-Dub up in Ohio, thank you again. Man, you kicked it. Uh, number You're one, welcome, number one, Dayton again. Kick butt, number one, city. Yeah, keep yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah. And with that, y'all, yeah. episode 80 is in the can. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace. Happy Peace. Mother's Day, Mom. Happy, Happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. All right, y'all. Bye. Yes. <laughs> Later. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.